Welcome to Podlegamous, the Sister Wives Rewatch podcast. We sit down each week and recap an episode of TLC's longest-running reality show, Following the Browns, a Mormon polygamous family originating in Lehigh, Utah. I'm Samantha Kaiser. And I'm Haley Graff. And this is Podlegamous, Season 6, Episode 3. episode is titled big boy panties and i'm trying to remember what that's even there's a point i think when like christine or mary says it but or no robin it's robin okay does robin say it in reference to sister i's closet i believe oh i must have missed that because that does not i feel like i would have noticed it <laughs> yeah she, I, I, I it stuck out to me because it felt kind of um weird suggestive or something i don't know it was like it just seemed a little too like blue for a sister wife joke (laughs) yeah um but we do open on a my sister wife's closet meeting um which is like i don't know bizarre they just don't seem to have a good head for um what they're trying to accomplish here well, because now they're talking about selling t-shirts out of the blue. Well, so many companies do have a, a, a basic tee that just has their logo on it, right? And maybe I don't someone, even know what their logo is, though. Do you? It's the, like, four, it's like a ripply line of, that looks like four people with, like, little heads dotted on them. I'm going to take a look, because I can't even picture it. I'm going to do a drawing. Julie's going to draw like- it. <laughs> Oh, hmm. not a great logo, but they're not marketing wizards either. So, like, part of the course. Um. So, Mike, yeah, having an inexpensive item on their shirt to capture the revenue from people who are just kind of curiously browsing, but don't want hundreds of dollars in jewelry. Right. But they're like. Yeah, so I like sister wives. I'll give them fifteen bucks for a tea. You know what right. I mean? That kind of thing. I was like, at least they're then they're all that millions of viewers is generating something. Yeah, I mean, because seriously, not everyone else is going to spend six hundred dollars on a clotter ring. So yeah, give them a cheap option to support most you people, with your most merch. Most people are not just as fans mm-hmm. of a reality TV show. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, and so Christine. I believe it's Christine who's kind of bringing the idea of t-shirts to the table just to get their logo out there. There's a kind of saying, which is their like not even marketing 101 thing that they're trying. Cause the logo is not going to drive people to buy jewelry. That doesn't really make sense. But to no. me, it's like, it's easy revenue that they could be capturing from fans of the show essentially. And did Cody say they were marketing to everyone, not just fans? Well, I think in their idealistic world they are, but like that's just really? simply not the reality. <laughs> how would they be? How would anybody find them? There, no one's googling like, oh, I need sister wife jewelry. Literally, no one is googling. You know, that. so not even actual sister wives. I cannot imagine they that they're can, googling. You know, unless they like are a friend, literally a, a direct connection to the family, and they're trying exactly. to be supportive or something. But um, just to get the logo out there. And Cody calls them uh, frumpy marketing pieces, t-shirts, um, which I feel is harsh. Because, again, yeah. frumpy is a big word. Like, a basic tee isn't frumpy. Frumpy is just it's a staple piece of clothing that, like, I think people would actually buy a lot more than the jewelry, probably. 
Um, you could call some of that jewelry maybe a little frumpy, but okay, just tacky <laughs> or just tacky. Yeah, tacky. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that like that hurt Christine's feelings. That <laughs> it was mean. It was mean. I thought. I think it was pretty. I didn't like, think it was un- necessary to say it like that. Unfiltered. If he was like, I think it's just like not really our lane or something. Maybe. But then Janelle brings her concept of aprons to the table with their logo on them. And Cody's like, now that's a good marketing piece. And I'm like, how? Because aprons are worn in your home, in your kitchen, privately only. Right? I mean, you're not exactly showing them off to just anyone. I guess maybe if you were cooking with other people. But how often is that really happening? You're not not going out wearing an apron to the mall. It's not like a conversation piece. Like a t-shirt could potentially be. Yeah. It's it's like and I wonder know, why got... aprons too. Where did we get this? Because last feels... year Janelle was focusing on fitness clothes, and then all of a sudden there's an apron in the mix. I think they're trying to be a little more like unique than just a t-shirt, but also again, it feels uh, like it's playing against their whole thing of like strong woman, independent woman. Yeah, because Keep an apron is kitchen. like a symbol <laughs> of. Of the patriarchy, right? Kind of for women. Like, if I mean, I don't, I wouldn't like think that hard about it, but like, really for their brand. Other people might. Yeah, if their brand is like independent ladies, that's Mm -hmm. not exactly uh, driving that message. No. (laughs) Um. So, anyways, Janelle is pushing. Which also, Janelle of all people who's not a cook and not like the homemaker, random. Yeah, I. I found that weird too. You would think that would have been more like a Christine idea, mm-hmm. but sure. Yeah. Um, Robin also has found a new supplier to, to manufacture the jewelry to bring their price point down. So that's good news. Um, and it's a woman doing it, I guess. So a woman um, and her ex-husband, which is like a detail they mentioned in this weird, but I don't know. I think they I wonder just, why her ex-husband and how that works out. Yeah. But, I don't, I don't know. We do meet her later we'll at the know. trade show because we have another trade show. Oh, yes. We do have another trade show. Um, Spoiler. Doesn't go that well. Doesn't go well. Is anyone surprised? Um, this next little bit, but cutting kind of back to like our weekly update on Janelle's weight loss journey. Yeah. I don't have a lot to say. Basically, she's obsessed with the scale. She's obsessed with mm. the number on the scale versus her actual physical improvement and like strength and other benefits. Even appearance though too. I mean just how much she's slimmed down and the way her clothes don't fit that used to fit her that she when she was heavier. Mm -hmm. I mean. Because she wears a pair. She's so excited about the pants. She wears a pair of old pants to the gym to like show Sean her waistline and he's like no duh lady I know that. You're (laughs) the one who needs to like see what you're (laughs) doing. Yeah. You know. Which I can't. I would think the pants would be such a huge um, indicator that you're doing well. Like very rewarding feeling. Yeah, that's that's. I don't know if the weight on the scale is really like. Again, because of the muscle, it's weight yeah. is a really hard way to measure. Yeah, fitness and health and stuff because again, muscle weighs more. So mm-hmm. she is gaining muscles, so is maybe keeping her weight a little more plateaued, but. She's losing inches. She's looking better. She's feeling better. She had to buy new pants. I mean, that's clearly something's happening there that you had to buy new pants. You could have fit, I don't know, like, I'm trying to think of an example of a thing that would fit between her waistline and where her pants. A decent-sized book. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I would say a good, like, six inches, like, that she could pull off. 
her body that was like empty where her where she would have we normally yeah, it was great it was like that's such great progress don't yeah. be down on yourself about that scale yeah so she's obsessed with the scale and the number and probably that's just because it's like a symbol of like the thing she's always focused on and it's hard to like get over I mean, that it's a tangible thing that you can check More every day all those inches in the pants though like to me that's like i feel like that would feel awesome yeah if i had to buy new clothes for the weight loss i really yeah. think that would be the indicator but but whatever so sean obviously is feeling like we do and is like get over the scales is stupid and they do the very like corny <laughs> but very like to her janelle but seemed to really get something out of it where she brings in her home scale under the guise of like oh it's broken it's not showing me different <laughs> like she like wants to show sean that her scale is like defective. see see it doesn't actually work <laughs> yeah i don't it was a weird like He's like, okay, yeah, we'll take a look see at your scale and we're like prepare it or something. I don't know. Right. But um then he takes her out back and they smash it with a hammer. Um, which is silly, but but she actually seems like it she was like really empowered by that, which was good. Because she was so hesitant at first, nope, not gonna do it. But then when she started it, it was like, actually this does feel mm-hmm. good. Get rid of that. And then she does some sprints in the parking lot. Which, and she was saying, too, that she hadn't really been able to run since childhood. Elementary so school, fact, she said. Yeah. So, That's I mean, the crazy. fact that she's running down a parking lot in a pretty good clip. Mm-hmm. My God. Doing Base like your success on that. Yeah. You're doing great. Yeah, for sure. Like, that's 30 years of, like, a pretty, like, st- uh, an activity that I think we would all hope we'd be able to do for, like, most of our lives is... Even if you don't love yeah. running, like, that you can run. But just need. physically being able to run. Yeah, yeah, I think that would feel awesome. That's kind of... Do they it. start with the colleges yet? Do they? I have... We're talking about moving in by Christmas again. Oh, yes. They do uh, They do visit the houses first before the college thing. And they're focused on the Christmas thing. They've told the kids this Christmas deadline for some reason. Um because in Robin, I wrote, I wrote, I wrote, why is Robin always a spokesperson? Because she's always like, cause she's like, we really want the kids to have roots, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, not, why are you not worried about your kids having Mary roots. and Janelle and Christine's kids right now? I just don't, she always does, she even always to this day. She always is that. Like, she's the spokesperson, too, for what it's like to be a polygamous yes. family. And I'm like, please stop, newbie. I mean, You've geez. been a polygamous for two years or something. It's not the same. You've got, like, decades <laughs> on you. Yeah, like, um, I don't consider you an expert here. Sorry. Or just her, like, I think as a, the other sister wives, I would be put off by her claiming the kids so much. I think you know, I, I know that too. that's the objective. It's meant to be, like, a good thing that they all claim the, all the yes. kids as their kids. But this lady just shows up and she's like, yes, this 18-year-old is my son. Well, <laughs> like, yeah. I, well, you weren't there when he was born like these other ones. So yeah. you haven't raised him. Maybe... I don't know. Back off a lot. Yeah, that's how I would feel. Like I don't know if they mm-hmm. do, but that is how I'd feel too. But they're really focused on Christmas because they believe that'll create roots. They create these artificial like importances on these things. We've talked about this, but it's like I don't think the one Christmas is gonna like make your kids always come home for Christmas and because mm-hmm. they were in the you know what it's just like they're just making the stakes so high for something that does not need to be no, that high. And the, I mean the thing is honestly Home is going to be where their family is. So whether it's in that rental home or in the brand new home or 
down in Arizona, you know, whatever. I mean, that's still going to be your home is where your family is. Like they're going to all have a different idea of their childhood home because they all will have different childhood homes eventually mm-hmm. compared to the Utah and Las Vegas and stuff. So it's like, just, yeah. just worry about effectively like three different family. effectively like three different <laughs> states that each like generation well if they're not really a different generation but like but phase of kids of yeah. generation of kids waves of kids like the the oldest like whatever six call utah their home yeah. the next like six or so or probably like more than that six or eight call yeah. flagstaff is like where their formative or not flagstaff vegas, vegas yeah. is their formative kind of home so Mona kind of gives them all like a stern. Oh, they go through the homes, and Janelle has found a mistake where like there's sh- there's tile where there should be carpet, and Mary like tile leading all the way down to the master bedroom or something. Which I don't know why they would. I think that. that's a warmer climate thing though too. Like, Maybe. don't you ever? I don't know. Whenever we've been in like a Florida Airbnb or something, or yeah, Arizona, I suppose it's more it's more tile than anything. Keeps it cooler in the house. Yeah, I guess, and like. I guess I don't even know why, because sand. I always thought because we were at the beach, like maybe sand. yeah, I'm like that, that would be stuff. if you have a lot of dirt coming in because you don't have grass, so you're yeah. just tracking in more dirt. That might be a not true theory, but I have noticed there's a lot more like hard surface type things like that. Yeah. Um. Janelle, it's Janelle's home, and she's like, at first she's like, oh, that's a mistake, and and like was worried about the echo of the noise that it would create. Right. Um. And then she, but then she's like, yeah, I don't mind. It's fine. And Mary is being an asshole. Oh, she totally was. I was so angry with her attitude. <laughs> They're like, well, the Mona, who's not the builder, is like, yeah, yeah, that's a mistake. And she goes, yeah, it is. And it's like, she was what do you so care? rude. So yeah, I'm rude. like, Mona didn't do it. What do you? <laughs> and Janelle's Janelle's house, and she doesn't really care. So like, keep her moving. I would just, yeah. Why is she so unpleasant? I don't know. I mean, I will say I get the number of mistakes they've had when you should yeah. be able to just follow a gosh concerning. darn building plan is, um, yeah, concerning. But, again, it's not your house, and you don't need to have that condescending crap attitude to everyone or you talk to, to about say. it. Or anything to say. Or anything. Yeah, she didn't have to say anything. Yeah, she didn't. It wasn't her house. <laughs> yeah. Because when they showed the preview for it, you know, I'm expecting it to be Mary's house, obviously. Yeah. It's not even Mary's no. freaking house. Like, shut up, Mary. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, Janelle's fine with it, and whatever. That's kind of it. I literally wrote, and I watched this a couple days ago, so it's not all like super fresh to me. <laughs> but I wrote, "Mary's being a bitch." <laughs> I know it's my thought though too, which is not like the language I want to use to refer to her. But I know just... I, I only use that word like when it's really like, "Oh, you deserve that one." Though it was very like Karen energy. Oh, so Karen. Yeah. It, oh, yeah. Yes. She kind of is a Karen. That's kind of now that you say that she really is though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a good way to explain for those who I know. I don't think anyone who listens to this actually watches the show. <laughs> so right. if you're wondering what Mary's like, it's kind of She's like Karen. What we would, Karen wasn't a thing then, but now I would think that's what we'd call her. This is like you know how Kate Goslin was at the same time. Yeah, totally. The, what is it, Kate? John and Kate plus eight. Plus eight. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. they've got similar energies. Yeah, and really Kate Goslin is largely considered like the original Karen with the haircut. So. Yep. Yeah, yep. she's like the image of the Karen. And Mary, honestly, has got like a sim- not the same haircut, but like the chunky highlights, a lot of product kind of look going on. The as tan. Well. Yeah. The spray tan. Lots orange. of eye yep. makeup. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> she fits the mold. Um, she does. Um, Mona kind of does a little stir in talking to 
to all of them. And he's like, don't do anything to jeopardize these lo- <laughs> these loans. I can't believe they're not approved, finalized yet. How is this happening? The only one I can justify is Robin because she had to deal with some credit stuff. But otherwise, I'm confused why anyone else had any issues. Like, but the houses have appliances in them. They're, I mean, they're almost yeah. done. Yeah. And you don't even have the finance. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like, yeah, I just don't was- understand how that could possibly work and how you could on maybe that's why they don't care about their specifications because they're like they might not even get it <laughs> like we might have to resell these anyway so make it whatever the, the buyer <laughs> the general buyer actually wants yeah maybe that's why they don't care um so that's kind of it that's just like the status update there uh they do now pivot into college a little more right is that what you had to kind of yeah um leo visiting her their dream college <laughs> I feel like a broken record. I've said it too many times. Leo is so annoying <laughs> about Aww. this. And when they're asked, because they want Westminster. They live within driving distance of UNLV, which apparently looks like a great campus. Honestly, it looks like a good school. Honestly, it looks just fine. Like It kind of reminds affordable. me of the college you went to. Yeah. Similar, like, rem- just kind of like a, a compacted campus where mm-hmm. everything is like, there's, it's you know, some campuses are built into like cities where you have to like commute around town to get to different buildings right which i think that would be annoying to be honest i I would not enjoy it where it's like a little village in itself yeah fairly modern that kind of thing yeah um yeah it seems fine and it's really affordable for them who have 20 which is huge i mean it's not you don't have one or two kids here this is a big deal to find affordable college and a four-year university too if that's what they want so not just like oh i'm sending you to tech school because we can't afford right. to do anything more. They could actually go to a school and get a There's a point where they give a number. I don't know if it's in this episode or later because I've watched so many episodes at this point. But it is super affordable. It's like I think even less than I paid for my mm-hmm. in-state university. Which yeah, again, so- I went to a fine school. But it was, you know, in-state is tuition in Wisconsin is mostly pretty affordable um, at our public universities. So... We're kind of going over all the kids who are getting ready to go to college and their plans. And Mariah wants to go to Westminster. Sorry, Leo wants to go to Westminster. They don't really have a reason. It's just what I, everything I wanted. What does that mean? AKA to me, it's impressive and flashy and you just like the brand. Like, it's kind of a brand horror sort of like attitude of like. Oh, but it's just the best quality. It's like, is it really like the designer, like the brand? I've never heard thing? anything about this school personally. I mean, maybe if we were in I've that heard area, of it, vaguely, yeah, but like, but like I don't know what kind of, like, what focus they have. I mean, are they kind of a liberal arts school? Or are they? Well, they can't be because she, they want to go to medicine. You know, I didn't even, um, didn't even Google it to like find out more. Yeah, I mean, like, do they have some kind of? Um, specialty in medicine or something that maybe that they would want to consider it more or i think it's just a private university i think it's it just looks um looks a little closer to like ivy kind of schools ivy league kind yeah, of schools the, campus is the traditional look of college campus Lots and, of brick I mean, the campus and stone. nice yeah it looked like quintessential college um mm-hmm. but i don't know <laughs> Yeah, about I'm trying to get like just like their kind of like title statement or whatever about like what 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 who they are or whatever. Right. They have a beautiful big like chapel looking building when you when they drive up, but it is look does look nice. And like Leo claims to want to be in Utah because that's where they're going to meet their husband who wants to be a polygamist and their sister wives 
Naturally. Again, Mm -hmm. I roll. (laughs) Um, Oh, it is a private, comprehensive liberal arts university. Hmm. Okay. So just a comparable, probably comparable, honestly, in its content, like curriculum to UNLV, I would imagine. Plus maybe, I think it's Christian. See, it's probably like where I went to college. Yeah. Um, Like founded with religious... Yeah, because I went to a Catholic school, not because I'm Catholic, but I just liked it. And I got a lot of scholarships to go. So otherwise, I would never have been able to go there. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It doesn't actually say anything about being religious, so that might not be accurate. But anyways. Yeah. But I think they said it was like 39000 a year or something. Is that what they were? Yes. Because they're out of state, which jacks things up like crazy most of the time. It's private out of state. So really, yeah. like, shooting high unless they get a ton of scholarships. And from what I understand, they're a good student, but I don't know that they're uh, – this is where, like, their strong desire to be in their private Mormon polygamist school, like, makes no sense because I'm pretty sure that – I don't think you get – Trying to get into a school like that, that's not going to serve you very well. Right. You know? Um. So anyways, that's their goal. Meanwhile – McKelty's in a high school like um, transfer credit program for what's it called? CSN. Yeah, she kept saying it and I was like, I'm missing what she's saying when she would say it. It was something, something Nevada, like central. Some acronym thing. Something Nevada, it ended in Nevada. It was like a state school that has a high school transfer program um, where you can kind of earn university credit while being in high school right which is great and a good way to burn a bunch of credit that would cost you a lot of money otherwise yeah um, i ended up i mean i didn't do that but i had like ap credits and stuff that right. ended up being like a full semester of college taken care of so that was mm-hmm. good anything you can do like that because un- unfortunately college is not an affordable thing here for a lot of people <laughs> yeah especially i don't know that because like an all-star student um Right. They make it sound like she's kind of a troubled child in some ways. I mean, she's, but I think by a troubled it, child as far as the Browns go, as far as like Mormon kid standards, you know, yeah. which is pretty tame. Right. Um, but but Christine talks about her being so worried about McKelton more than any other kid that they have, um, combined, which just feels dramatic. Which, again, McKelty's a pretty like, I don't know, on the nerdier side. Like I don't know that I would. Yeah, like yeah, she has kind of specific unique interests and stuff i don't know i don't see her really being that problematic other than liking to show off some cleavage once in a while again like of the of the time for some reason shirts in this era are really low cut a lot of the time that I is remember, the like, style of the, the neck and the era. deep scoop was just like how shirts were for women yeah and now not Which so much also didn't really work when i'm real flat chested it was yeah, a little it was weird cami layering situation underneath yeah um but again i look back at pictures for me in like freshman year of high school or even middle school and i'm like oh that's a lot of chest for like a <laughs> kid <laughs> but that was i know like, some of them even like yeah like eighth grade photo yearbook photos and you're like oh my okay. yeah and it's just like that was the aeropostle t-shirt that's just the way it was cut you know yeah um aeropostle <laughs> um <laughs> So anyways, she's kind of earning credit. Good for her. She talks about wanting to flirt with college boys and give them her digits. And I'm kind of like, this feels like wishful thinking. I don't know if that many college boys are flirting with this like 15-year-old sort of nerdier, socially awkward girl. 
Yeah, and I feel like they kind of know that she was underage, though, too. Like, you're not going to look at her and be like, this is, like, kids in college can identify other kids in college for the most part. And you, there's a dis- dis- difference between a high schooler, usually. Yeah. Maybe not today with, like, I feel like how much, like, makeup and, like, Online and, and oh, Yeah, with all their um tutorials of makeup and stuff. Maybe not. Yeah. I don't know. I'm but out of touch time, with it, though, so I'm not really sure. Yeah. But this time, I don't know if she's really, like... Honestly, being flirted with that much by college boys, these college boys, but who knows? Could be. I, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe she's a real charmer in person. <laughs> I don't know. Right? She just seems socially awkward to me a little bit, but. Yeah. Like. So, okay. They do go to Utah to visit Westminster. They're going to end up meeting with the. And uh, side note, I didn't write this down anywhere, but Aspen, I think, plans to go to UNLV. And she wants to be a teacher. Right. Yes. And that's. Mm-hmm. She's pretty low maintenance. Oh, it comes up later because they visit. Yeah, because they go visit. Yeah. Okay. We'll get there. Um, they stop on their way to go to Westminster. They stop at the Lehigh house, Mary, Cody, and Leo. And Leo, who for some reason had wanted to live there in college, which is so weird to me. And I want to know how far a drive and stuff it is, too. I don't... I'm assuming it's a commutable um, distance. If it's not also it's like living in this big empty polygamous house seems really weird to me when you're a college freshman. Yes. Can you um, imagine though, like, oh, friends over. <laughs> this is my home. I don't know that she's gonna like then move into this house with her polygamous family that she's gonna have. Or, I feel I, like that was the the thought. You think like like immediately would meet a fella and I guess the religious kids get married like as soon as possible. So I mean, it's not a yeah, part. Marrying like nineteen. Their timeline so. is that is like you know ring before spring type Christian university thing that happens. Yeah. It is a 20, it's about a 30 minute commute. So kind of. Oh, okay. I mean, commutable. But I was like, thinking not, it was going to be like an hour 45 though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So not super close, but like, I guess doable. Um, I guess it would save them money, except the fact they're paying for this house that they are not using besides for. It would depend on, Leo. yeah, it would depend on, I guess, how much they're paying for the house in order to yeah. keep it for Leo, so to speak. Um, but yeah, honestly, whatever they could do to kind of save some money with their while they're there, they they kind of all agree though that they're like, I don't need to keep this house any longer. Like they're not attached to this house anymore. They don't have it's like because they just buried the dog there and stuff. Free. <laughs> they're like, <laughs> well, they've been in. Is it almost? Is it? They say three years in Vegas now. I think it's a yeah, like two and a half at least. Yeah. So, so they. It's been a while, and they probably finally are like, oh, this wasn't, like, as magical as it. I remember it being now that it's an empty house that doesn't smell like them, that doesn't, like, have their stuff in it or their family in it. They're just like, oh, this wasn't actually, like, anything that special. It's yeah. just a And they're building these. But that's why I say again, though, I mean, your house is where your family is. Yeah. So if you're able to just that quickly kind of divorce yourself from thinking of the Lehigh house as home, you could definitely, the kids could work on finding a home again with the new ones coming back after college and stuff like it doesn't have to be this timeline in order to feel like you're at home you know yeah it's probably good that they've kind of emotionally gotten ready to sell the house because they it seems like equity they could just probably use at this point i would um for their four like I'm not going to call them McMansions, but they kind of have that vibe. <laughs> they're just, just like, like, I'd say they're close. <laughs> big. They're like not the actual scale of a McMansion, but they're big, uh, like looming 
houses, like wannabe, a wannabe McMansion. If you put two of them together, though, it is. So you basically then have like two McMansions. Two McMansions on a Mm cul-de-sac. Yeah. Um, Did you ever see the big short? The movie? Yeah. Well, I saw most of it and I fell asleep, so I haven't seen the ending. If we saw most of it, I think you'll... There's a part where they go to like Florida or Vegas, even it could be Vegas, and they're like seeing the row of all these stucco giant houses that have been abandoned because no one can afford them from the subprime loans. That's what these houses kind of remind me of. The like size for size's sake, in not a hundred percent because they do need a lot of bedrooms for their kids. But like the way they're built, just it makes it feel like they're trying to be big. You know what I mean? Right. I don't know. That's no, just it my... is. I think I that's the vibe of the whole subdivision that they're yeah. living in. Yep. Um. Okay. So they meet with the director of admissions at Westminster. Cody wants to make sure there's no. Like, bias against polygamy kids, plig kids, and of course, on camera. They're like, we love to have a diversity of opinions in places, and I'm sure that's They're not going to be like, yeah, she would, Mariah, or Leo, excuse me, would definitely get harassed here. I mean, they're not going to say that. (laughs) It's, again, a liberal arts university, like, that's kind of like the tagline is like, they want diversity of, of experience and backgrounds and whatever, whatever. So, um, also, honestly speaking, they just want your money, so they will say, you know, right. whatever your 40 grand or whatever they said it was gonna be. So, yeah, they, they yeah. want that and some good PR for the ch- yeah, like this seems right. like a slam dunk. Yeah, we'll take all your kids, <laughs> all of them come here, that's fine. Yeah, <laughs> um, and that's kind of it. Uh, Leo talks about, again about wanting plural family, they love the family they have, they want a relationship like my moms have. And I'm kind of like, do you? Because their relationships aren't good. <laughs> so that you makes really no sense. see what they're like because it's not awesome. And Mary of all people is pretty like blunt about that. Like she's not she's not like Christine where she's really sugarcoating, or even constantly saying I need to try better. And like you know, and I, yeah. I realized I've been this way. And Christine does it a lot where she's like, I've I haven't been great. I need to try more. Yes. Mary doesn't ever really reflect in that same way and be like, yeah, I could be nicer to them. She's kind of just a complainer and like yeah. a blamer. You know, and and then just sort of wanting to be bossing everyone else around. So she's not really, yeah, it's not it's, great. Like okay. of all the things, of all the like things Leo could have said, that was like maybe the most incongruous with like what we see, what we've seen. Right. But whatever. Um, this is a small thing that Cody mentions, but I highlighted it because it's a big topic coming up in the episodes that I have watched ahead too. <laughs> um, he's really against student loans doesn't want his kids mm-hmm. to get loans mm-hmm. which seems like a challenging opinion to take when you have again like 18 kids to put their potentially up to 18 gonna... kids to put their college yeah i don't know how that's realistic for them let's say westminster's on the more probably the most expensive end of what they will probably that's hearing that 39 a year is really crazy. crazy um so if we average out like 39 and like i want to say it was like eight grand a year at unlv or something which is yeah Um, that you could do you could work a job and pay pay that but we're talking about like three hundred fifty thousand dollars in tuition for all the kids oh that's only that's only one year too i didn't even do times four. Oh my god see i don't know how you could Mm -mm. that's over a million dollars if we so that's a humongous yeah, investment know. if they are not going to be taking loans. And I know that loans 
especially maybe at this time, given the time, like right after the economy and all the subprime loans, blah, 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 but where they are now at 2012 or every year this is. Mm-hmm. probably like loans are so bad never get a loan situation well because yeah i mean again this is the time i graduated so it's like you weren't graduating to jobs to they were right. going to pay you money to pay off your loans so i understand completely like wanting to avoid that if possible but also people were losing jobs too. i mean like the browns are not um they have a failing failing business they're trying to start up. They don't have like lucrative careers, so to speak, unless you want to count the show and whatever freaking That's the only is. lucrative career they ever really yeah. have. So, I mean, oh. and of five adults as well. So mm-hmm. you can't really – I don't know how you could really do it without taking out loans for that many kids. If it was just Logan or just Logan and Aspen, you could probably make it work. But Yeah. Eesh. It seems it seems like a high horse to be on – in your situation, in their situation, they're in. Yeah, given the economy, given their family structure, yeah, I don't know. That just doesn't seem realistic. But so they don't get into it a bunch in this episode, but um, just the start of that conversation is interesting okay, because that's interesting. I was pretty a teaser, pretty appalled at how like adamant he's like, we won't support you in college if you get a loan. Basically, is what ends up happening, and no. and then I'm just imagine with me. Leo's response to that, <laughs> knowing they want to go to a forty thousand dollar a year university, yeah. and they get yeah. So I won't tell it all, but like wow, okay, that's interesting though. Okay. Very conflicting. Yeah, what the f- okay. Um, Aspen, meanwhile, humbly chooses to pursue UNLV again. I say that kind of sarcastically. It looks like a fine school. I'm not trying to say it's like Logan cool. seems to be enjoying it too because we get a glimpse Logan of Logan on loving campus it. now. Yeah. Logan actually gives them the tour. Is, right. What do they call them? Works for admissions. Yeah. What there's like a na- there's like a fancy name for the school tour guides usually. Mm, I don't know. Maybe only at my kidding. school that work. They call them. I think they call them vanguards, which is just like a. Oh. It was a club along with along with being like the tour. I've heard a job. that. I've heard that, but I wonder if I've heard it from your school though. <laughs> it could. We went. To, spoiler. We went to school in the same city, so that could. Yeah, we just went to two different schools in the same city. So <laughs> yeah, like we both know, but. Um. So, anyways, he's loving it. Um, Cody is giving him so he meets them to give Aspen her tour. Cody is giving Logan a hard time, and like really critical of the fact that he went to UNLV and divorced from the family. And I'm like, give me a break, this poor boy. Like he just he's never to go to- gotten to do anything on his own, and he's always had. 18 children to watch like that he mm-hmm. didn't have himself so give him a break and he chose a school that's within like 45 minutes of your home he exactly. does sound like he so makes it home every few weeks. Weeks. <laughs> yeah like i was three hours away from home when i went to college and i'm trying to think a- average amount of time i went home depending on like if there was like a weird amount of family events to get back to or whatever yeah. i probably went home a total of four times a year during the school year that's normal though i mean yeah because like you'd go home for holidays and stuff or a random weekend if you had something going on but why would you need to go home that often every few weeks for him i feel like is pretty decent amount for him not like for him living on campus and stuff to go home every few weeks it feels like more than enough time given that he's devoted his life to like being a augment like a like a a fifth parent in this equation yeah sixth parent in this equation um like, and he seems explore life by himself and and he seems he does seem 
so much more mature in the little bit that we talked to him yeah. just from this short time he's been away. Like, it just seems like he yeah. really has had a chance to come into his own a bit more and yes. figure himself out who he is without being just a member of this massive family. Um, Aspen also makes a comment of, I feel like Logan has taken leaving the family to an extreme. And I wrote, I hate this. I was just <laughs> triggered by all the pressure they're putting on him. And cause I just, I have a real like aversion to like guilting people with familial responsibility. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Especially for an 18 year old who shouldn't have any familial young. responsibility. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, he's never i mean you're gonna come back when you get older and your parents are aging and stuff and you're gonna have stuff that you're you probably have some responsibility especially being the oldest boy he's gonna have that's gonna fall on him again probably exactly so i mean that's all coming down the pipeline here for you but you ideally should be able to have a time before you start your family yourself if you want to start a family and you know before you settle down and all that where you get to do your own thing and figure out life, figure out things you like and what you want to do and stuff. Like you should, you deserve that time to be Mm -hmm. your own adult. And the fact that they're just kind of annoyed that he's doing that just makes me sad for him. When he is going home. It's not like he's like not answering their calls. Yeah, he hasn't just never, hasn't, he's out, I'll see you never. Like, yeah. You know, every few weeks he's still going and their home to expectations visit. being so high because he's the first one to leave. And I feel like by the time we get down to like where we are with Isabel now or whoever the youngest, it's like now they get oh, it. So Logan different didn't now. Get the benefit of of that, like, oh, this is what happens when kids go to college because none of the rounds yeah. even went away to college themselves. Yeah, they went. Out, well, think about it because. In present day, yeah, in present day, we've talked about where Cody is like only caring about the kids who are still in the home, where he's that's his priority, and he kind of forgets a little bit about the ones who are out of the house. And I'm like, that is just such night and day from where Logan was here to present day. Short leash, they kind of like want to keep on him. Yeah, and he says, Logan himself says, "I'm spreading my wings," and I'm like, "Yes, you are," and I'm so happy. (laughs) He just seemed so happy, and it seems like telling us to where he is now where he's so i don't think he's removed from the family besides physically he's like living that where they live but um he doesn't go on the show his wedding wasn't part of the show his relationship with michelle like only the very beginning of that is on the show and and maybe like Mm. a periodic visit like every other season after that point like he really i think finds he really must be much happier yeah with that little bit healthy distance from, from. I honestly, cause I, I mean, I can't imagine having a camera reality show, you know, following you around and everything, especially in your formative years. I just like, no way that that's not like, I, I feel bad for them cause they didn't get a say in it. And he's already been under a bit of a microscope his whole life being the firstborn. Exactly. The role They're like when he with. says the F word and they freak out. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, God. Such a high bar for him and not so much yeah. as they, like, it's, like, lower and lower as we go down the line of yeah. kids here. Yeah, just he was not, yeah, he um, was sucky being the first. Yeah. So, I think that's kind of, he does say he's had not, I, I'm sure the producers are like, are you going to be polygamous? Are you dating polygamous people? And he's like, I haven't thought about it and I'm intentionally not thinking about it because I'm just trying to, like, do life and not have that be my focal be point. In college. Which, like, yeah, which makes a lot of he's sense. He's not looking to get married while he's in college, so he probably just wants to meet somebody like normal and date. 
And also, mm-hmm. how would you start a, any kind of relationship in college and it, like in, in a non-polygamous place and be like, yes, I'm really into polygamy. And you'd be like, oh, so you're a player? No, thanks. <laughs> yeah, that's like a Sarah Lawrence college called starting point. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I'd be like, either flagging you as creepy problematic, something going on there. Or he'd be like, that guy's a douche and he's just wanting to date around a bunch at the same time. Yeah, or he's weird. You'd never want to go meet his family. (laughs) Oh. So that's kind of it. He's doing great. Happy for him. Um, We go back now to the expo. Yep. Expo number two, which I guess is actually expo number three because they do later. Yeah, did we miss one then? They must not have shown one on camera. It's probably the same same exact outcome. This one's in Vegas, so they have like a little more liberal, open-minded audience that they're working with, it seems like. Right. Uh, versus whatever, St. George. St. George. Not a good call. Not at um, all. They do make a sale in the first 30 minutes, so that's better An than... An improvement for them, I guess. Improvement, but by the time we get to the end of this, they're like, "This is actually our lowest sales day of all of our expo days." This is our worst expo yet. Mm -hmm. I was like, "Worse than St. George?" Because that one didn't look great. Yeah, that's shocking. Um, they do like get a chance to meet with the new manufacturer. She just Robin brings her a check there. I'm not sure. Like writes a check on camera at the expo booth to hand to her for like it's a very large check. So I don't know. For, to get their production started, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. They're saying they can't believe how unbusy it is. It's like a Christmas expo, too, just for whatever that's worth. Yeah, because we are six weeks out from Christmas, so you would... It's true. You would think people would be, like, wanting to buy gifts and stuff, though. I don't know why it would be so slow, unless it's literally just their booth that was slow, but... which I, mean, I don't know. It didn't look busy in the room, but was also, it like a middle of the workday expo or something? Yeah, I don't know. It looked humongous. Um, yeah. So maybe it was just like a bad location in the building or something. Yeah. But um, I wrote, I think the gang may be done with expos. They just... Well, Christine definitely was like, I, so I'm never doing another expo again. And I was like, she doesn't want to work anyway. So yeah, that makes sense. I don't think anybody, I don't think, I think they've maybe finally come to the agreement that this is not a good use of their time. It's really not though. I don't know what the best, I don't, well for them, there's really not a great way to spend any time with this business, but I, I don't know what would be better than the expos, but the expos certainly aren't working. So they are not, excuse me. They are. Um, that's it. I mean, that's basically another failed expo. A lot of awkward interaction with customers. And we move on again, right? To mm-hmm. meeting with Dr. Guido, who's like their school counselor. How? I don't. Did you ever do this of a school counselor coming to your home? No. Um, yeah, I don't think. I think it'd be like pretty inappropriate to be making house calls. Right? Uh, that was my thought. But and I was also, like, well, maybe I just didn't do this, but was, is this normal? Maybe they, It could be they didn't want the cameras on campus or something, and so he's like agreeing to, to do their counseling like on camera, but they had to, to do it in person, or maybe it's a different culture. I don't know. It seemed yeah, weird. I, I just found it a little odd, though. Yeah. So I was like, I would hate this if I was the students for my teacher to come and be in my home. I would hate it. 
with my four parents staring at them. Mm-hmm. Like, it just seems like a lot. Also, I don't think I ever with my parents met with my school counselor, period. Oh, me neither. Like, for a college advice. I don't. I don't even think I did any college advice with the council. I don't think I did either. (laughs) They gave us like some, like there was like some probably like assemblies, you know, like about it. But I don't think I ever did a one-on-one situation. I don't think I did either. I just, well, because I felt like my counselor was kind of weird and I just didn't care about it. So You know, funny you say that. Not to disparage any counselors. It's good (laughs) you're you're doing the Lord's work. But when I think of the ones we had, at least like two, we had four, cause we had, or at least four, because we had a huge, I went to a big school and mm-hmm. they had a lot of kids to counsel. But um, they were like kind of the ones that like had too much, like they were parents of kids in school. They all lived mm-hmm. in the same neighborhoods as like other kids in school, that kind uh-huh. of stuff. And there was too much like familiarity with a lot of them in a lot of ways. Oh, like, see, you wouldn't want to really go talk about something personal. Yeah. 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 I don't know. It was like, I've had a lot of thoughts. I've been doing a lot of thinking about, about, about <laughs> high school teachers and staff Yeah, lately. And I'm like, I wonder how many of them, and no one will answer truthfully to this, obviously, so you can't really make this poll happen. How right. many of them are just kind of like, they peaked in high school and really are like reliving high school in that I- what? What Lisa, my sister, when she talks about some of the teachers and stuff at her school, some of them do seem that way. Like there are some that are legitimately there for the right reasons, and they actually want to help kids, and yep. they're taking these low pay, low paying jobs that aren't getting mm-hmm. paid great, you know, and doing it. And bless their hearts, we need them. But yeah. there are what, from what it sounds like, a few that want to just be cool with the cool kids and- yeah like they kind of prefer the cool like the kids that are more popular and athletic and cool yeah right? like, and i'm like is that because you weren't in the cool crowd in high school but now you are <laughs> which or like how again, does that you- mean anything to you at yeah. this point but mm. or like life since high school just was like a bummer so like this is like reliving yeah. it i don't know i, I think about I that think a lot so. i think about that a lot especially like gym teacher i shouldn't this is maybe a controversial opinion. <laughs> like gym teachers and coaches i kind of have that yes well, even about. my high school math teacher he um had been a chef like a fancy chef at like one of the radisons or something like that mm-hmm. and then i guess had kids and wanted summers off so he literally told us he's like i just wanted to, whatever job i could have summers off yeah, I get it. <laughs> I'm like, he was fine. I didn't mind him or anything. He was he was pretty funny and stuff. Like, but I was like, he probably isn't here because he really enjoys teaching algebra. So, yeah, I just think about like the teachers that like everyone knew were like the cooler ones, and like how I'd be so excited to like be in their class and like get to know this teacher. But mm-hmm. then reflecting on those teachers and like the way they talked and interacted, like definitely had preferences for like the boys who played football and like. Yep. You know what I mean? That kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. And then I even had some that there was like this one kid that everyone picked on and stuff. And the teachers would even kind of yeah. nag him a little bit. And I just, that's so inappropriate, obviously. Mm-hmm. But it's like just to score points, you know, with, with some of the cool kids by yeah. picking on this easy target. A little too like on a friend level with, yeah. Yeah. I do. So I, but yeah, I mean, so this Mr. What's his name? Doctor? We don't. Guido? Dr. Guido. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, he actually seems fine. I'm not even, I'm like, yeah. we're going to this yeah. whole rabbit hole, and he seems like a fine, like, good counselor who is trying he to seems give them like advice. he cares about actually counseling them, yeah. which is, yes. but it is just weird that he's in their home. So. 
And there could be a lot of reasons for that. And it just put me down a whole rabbit hole that was not right. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway. um, They're all kind of going around with the kids, the older kids, to, like, figure out what their ambitions are. And, of course, Leo. You want to go medical? He's asking Leo and... They're, they're like, yep, we want to be medical. I'm like, also, oh, what what in the medical field do you want to do? Probably a pediatrician. And then he's Guido responds, like, can you handle a kid dying? And then they're just like, I don't want to think about that. And it's like... But that's a reality of it. That's like... Your big part of your job is going to be trying to deal with Save kids who are dying. <laughs> like Dealing with kids in the NICU who might not make it? You, you know... Or all kinds of things. Illnesses. Like, I mean, if you're a pediatrician and stuff, you're not always going to just see a healthy kid for a checkup. And that's assuming you're like just the like a general med. If like, you're maybe a, like a family doctor, pediatrician, it, yeah. sure, maybe. But if you're doing even, anything like in a hospital setting, probably not. It just kind of feels like they're just coming up with answers to please people. And like, Well, because did you see people. Mary's face when they said that too? No. Was it, it, like it was insufferable. Oh, my God. Yeah. It was like this like glowing smile like i've got the good kid you know <laughs> and I, I was like all right but you know what leo doesn't become a pediatrician so it's so just- transparent and i feel like as one of their siblings i'd be like i roll so oh hard at oh my god right can you imagine say. no <laughs> i yeah i would find them really difficult to um especially when they're like yeah medical okay because medical is like the most impressive thing you can think of Right. And like, oh, what kind of medical? Pediatrician. It's like, because that's the one term that you know from right. the medical. Like, is this like the one that you've heard Do of? Do you have other specialties that you're going to list off that you consider? Like, yeah, I don't know. Or like, again, I think pediatrics goes into a lot of specialties like on like cancer. You know what I mean? Like, there's like, it's not like everyone is like a pediatrician stuff. just sees just like weighs babies. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah, just hangs out with the babies in the day yeah. and brings them to the nursery. <laughs> like, yeah. So, anyways, um, just thought that was irritating and worth mentioning because that's kind of the band. We're just on a anti Mary and I'm Leo bandwagon. No offense. <laughs> well, offense to them, I guess, because I am saying it. But yeah, it's just really hard. They just they make it hard to to watch. <laughs> And it's interesting to see it now because I don't remember thinking that hard about it back originally. And it's like, oh, no, you were annoying. And I didn't realize it. Yeah, it's just so, uh, it's so much. It's a lot. Um, Asking McKelty what she wants to do. Fashions. And I, I wrote down that quote specifically because it just sounded just fashions. ignorant. <laughs> fashions with an S at the end. I'm like, what? Like, I'm not, is that a word? <laughs> like, I don't it's know. Just, a plural word. I guess it seems like you're like oh, a like verb you, instead of a yeah like instead of a noun. <laughs> yeah, but whatever. Whatever. But she's currently in that CSN high school program, and her goal is to go to FITM, which is the yeah. fashion institute. They say it so fast. The Fashion Institute of Design and Merchandising, or something. Yeah. Um, Great. But and, that one also sounds like it's um, going to be a pricey one. Or it's or it's like an online like I couldn't really... tell because well because Christine was saying this is a dream for a lot of people and so I was like is it is it like those ones that are the commercials for them you know for like um like Southern like New a... Hampshire University or something yeah is it like <laughs> one of those or so just, is it actually just, a dream I did just Google it 
and it's a for-profit, which is oh. interesting, which makes me feel like it's a scam and maybe like yes. it's a New Hampshire University type situation. Yes. And I don't, I don't know anything about SNHU. I just see a lot of commercials for it. So sorry Same. to any alum who are offended. Yeah, if you went there and it was great, that's awesome. We don't know anything personally, but... <laughs> no, it just seems like a, a for-profit online. And I'm always... Thing. We ha- I mean, we have some experience like for-profit schools, so exactly. it is not. Um, and not that that is not a service to be offered there, but it's a two-year for-profit institution. It is in Los Angeles, which okay. I feel like gives it some credibility for some reason. Um, I feel like it maybe gives a little false hope, though, that you're going to be um, graduating from yeah. there and successful right away. Like, well, it I went to school in L.A., so. Feels scammy. Oh, it looks pretty legit in the pictures. Accreditation. Anyways, it just maybe seems like a Google search she did for, like, fashion schools, and it was one of the things that came up. Yeah. And it's in the West. Being a two-year, especially being a two-year, it seems weird. But, um. How many years do you need, though, for fashion? Like, how many? I know. You know I mean, just like, like, if it's really prestigious, it would be a four-year, right? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, well, I guess it really depends on what you're doing, right? Yeah, because she's what is she doing in it? Is she wanting to do marketing? Is she wanting to do design? Well, she's always sketching. There we show her sketching, so it seems like she wants to design. I guess. Um, Yeah, I've got questions about the old fitum, but um, but also we have again a little inside baseball on that, so it's probably not super relevant to everybody. Um, Fitum. And she's working on her associates in this high school transfer credit program. Uh, and my last note, this is a real turn. Do you have anything else about the college talk with nope. Dr. <laughs> no, oh, the only other thing was that uh, Guido was very awkward in saying goodbye to all of them when he left the house. How he's sort of like sidearm hugging Aspen and like oh, handshake yeah. hugs. the. You know, it was just very awkward to watch. Was my only other note. <laughs> I know there's, like, technically a lot of, like, policy against how teachers just should never at all touch students currently, yeah. currently. Yeah. Right? Like, it's, like, even if a kid is, like, thrashing and needs to be restrained, like, you're not Yeah, that they're not them. supposed to. Yeah. But I know teachers do sometimes hug students, and that's not necessarily always inappropriate. Right. So I'm sure it's, like, I'm sure there's a weird line to walk where, you're like, you really have where to suss like, out, uh, like, do I hug, where are we do at? I high five you? Yeah. Like, what do we, yeah. what do we do here? <laughs> I've definitely hugged a teacher. I did when I graduated, um, that they came along and yeah. were giving everyone hugs, but I did not pre that, that I recall. Yeah. Different. Also different. I think. Maybe as like a really little kid, like hugging your kid. Well, I think now teacher. that's where it's really un, like unallowed, not allowed is with like elementary age. Hmm. Huh. I don't know. I'm not going to pretend to really even know because I am not an elementary school teacher. Who knows? So moving on. <laughs> the last line I have is Janelle's backing out again to do real estate. And I feel that was like a real quick a turnaround, real, wasn't it? Like, a real yo-yo. She has been in this. Um, just like a week ago, she's like, all right, all in. No, yeah. no, can't do it. Won't do it. <laughs> well, because it's like the expos aren't working. This isn't working. And she could be, she has been a breadwinner in the past. So she's like, I just need to do that and not, and I can't, I I have trouble with Robin not being compassionate and also like understanding to the fact that they don't all believe in this as like a, as like a family supporting business. Yeah. I just don't know why she needs them all to have the same dream as her, you know? And, And to call it, to invest in it as if it's like a very profitable thing for their family, like, 
we've talked about it. Like they maybe it will be Robin, but it doesn't but seem wise to put all your eggs in this basket point. with five adults who could all be earning separate salaries. Yes. Why don't you and Mary work on this? You know, and yeah. again, the other ones can come in if and when it gets profitable. <laughs> right. And just I don't like her reaction to it being so like absent to that idea like mm-hmm. like as if they've really insulted her by saying it's not yep. profitable she it's always not. takes like real offense yes. and puts a wall up right away and is on like she kind of go, gets like a tacky in her comments back to them and stuff and it's it's very or acts, acts like they've really wronged her and it's like yeah it just seems smart to diversify your portfolio a little bit here yeah so, it, well christine know. for her part is looking to jump right in now i guess <laughs> is this, is this, is this we'll see how long this like, lasts yeah i i don't think christine i just don't current day she's very successful with lula Rowe, i believe is is christine too because i knew mary was but yes she's oh, very okay. in, yeah she's very most of her posts are like um weird okay have, I thought have it was hashtags just that are like you know whatever and I think they like those clothes because they're modest and like comfortable and that's kind of, but like also their version of fashionable. So right. it's kind of like athleisure a lot of the times. Yeah. Um. So that's, she's found success on that. But for the most part, I don't know if she's one who's like destined to hold a nine to five or to be a business minded person. Like, I just don't think just, it's her strength. It doesn't seem like she, yeah, like she really f- has that um, strength. I feel like she just doesn't have the the discipline to do something discipline. for such a long period of time, mm-hmm. or like patience even Routine. to really yeah. yeah. This is not her. And her like she's suit. served not. And I'm not saying she's like you. You know, she's served the family in a lot of ways, also otherwise. So yeah. it's just like, anyways. So she's wishy washy. I think they all kind of know, it and they're just like, whatever, Christine. At this point, but <laughs> Join you know us when like, you feel like it, I guess. I don't. Know. But Janelle has, like, skills to offer that she just, like, isn't interested in participating. I don't blame her. It's, to me, not the kind of business I'd want to go behind. It seems boring. Yeah. But, and I think that's Janelle's thing. She's like, I'm bored with jewelry. Um, well, it's boring and it's so unstructured that, like, what are, like, what could their daily activities even be consisting of at this stage? You know what I mean? You couldn't have saying, you couldn't have nine to five activities here with it. Robin keeps saying how busy she is with it. I'm like, doing what? Because they're not fulfilling orders. <laughs> like, what well, you- Robin's apparently too busy present day, you know, to watch her kids too because she has the nanny. So I don't know what Robin fills her time with. So maybe she's just really bad at time management. <laughs> that could very well be. But that's the last note I had. Did you have anything else? Oh, that was it. Okay. Just like Janelle. It was, a, it was I, another... I just loved how quickly she gave up. <laughs> yeah, I get it. I get and it too. <laughs> it's for the best. And like, again, she was an accountant. She probably made like maybe not six figures in 2020, 10 or 20. She probably made like at least 75, though. Something probably like, like, a, like a healthy wage. Yeah, I'm sure. And had benefits and a 401k. You know what I mean? Like, she yeah. was the most stably employed person, I think. Exactly. So, um, I'm sure it's hard for her to have this, like, loosey-goosey nonsense going on around right. her. <laughs> um, yeah, otherwise, I don't think there's any additional news. I haven't heard anything, but... Yeah, I'm just... Um, um, Christine went to go visit 
North Carolina to see Maddie and their new baby and everything. Hmm. And she did make a point. She posted from just like a selfie from North Carolina and was like, but I'm missing my honey, my babe. Miss you. you." And it's like, I'm sure your kids are like, you can be apart from this guy for a week and be just, you know, you can probably declare your love on Instagram. Right. He's fine. He's fine. You're fine. Yeah. I just thought that was cringe, but they've been cringy since the start of this whole relationship. So yes, they have. I can't see. I can't wait though to see how it, it shows up in the next season. I'm dying to see the next season where they're in that house with David and like it. Like yeah. I want to see how she met him. I want to see how that unfolded because that'll answer some questions that I have, and maybe I'll be slightly less judgy. Maybe I'll be more judgy. Who knows? I need a timeline, and I need it to be longer than starting from february 1st yeah. <laughs> that's just i swear to god if it's not i'm gonna be so hardcore judgy and i apologize in advance if that's the case but mm. <laughs> we'll see we'll see oh also if you're looking for more content on david he does have his own instagram page now i told you this but just to Which we have some audience. thoughts um he's like i don't know no offense david i think at 60 is a good guess on his age I mean, he's not a bad looking guy for 60, but he's like an older gentleman, older than Christine, I would estimate. Oh, I think um, so, yeah. And he just got on Instagram, I think like February 1st. And the timing is interesting. Yeah, it's all very, it feels very weird. Um, mm. So, anywho, just a little more context on David and his. And sure, any 60 year old man who just joins Instagram is going to be come across kind of weird because like, it's so unnatural. I don't know. They have no Imagining life. my dad like starting an Instagram, I'm like, yes, it would I, be would, weird. I would, I would, I would be very um, embarrassed. But, <laughs> but yeah, just check it out, David Woolley. I think it's Woolley. You can he's tagged yeah. in Instagram, and, and right, you can just go on Christine and find her yeah. king and follow him. So, all right, I think that's kind of it.